All right. Welcome, everybody. It is our weekly iBug Buzz for Monday, July 19th, 2021. I'm Stephen Kerr. I'm going to be your host for the first hour of this call, and then I'm going to turn it over to Sandia for the second hour. She has a new microphone, so we'll get the chance to uh, hear how great it sounds when she takes over. But we're, we're glad to have you here as we cover all things iOS, the iPhone, the iPad, the iPod Touch. We talk about uh, Apple TV, the Apple Watch, and many apps and accessories that all relate to those wonderful devices. Now, we don't cover questions about the Mac on this call. We have a separate call that we do for that. Let me just go over some quick uh, guidelines before we get started. Uh, this call is being recorded for podcast playback on our website, as well as on uh, Sight Into Sound Radio. You can also find it anywhere that you subscribe to podcasts. With that in mind, please make sure you stay muted unless you're speaking. And this is to uh, ensure the quality of the call and to keep any background noise to a minimum. And if we uh, have to tell you several times to mute because of too much noise, we do reserve the right to put you in the virtual waiting room. We've never had to do that. And I, I certainly don't think we're gonna start tonight. So. <laughs> Please show some courtesy by staying on mute if you're not speaking. Also, we don't use the raise hand feature on Zoom like many other calls do. If you wanna ask or answer a question, you just simply state your name and wait for either me or Sandia to recognize you. And then you can start speaking. Now, make sure when someone's talking to wait for them to finish before speaking, don't interrupt them. Give them a chance to ask or explain something fully uh, before you jump in. And once you've asked a question, try and refrain from asking additional questions just to make sure that everybody has a uh, fair chance to participate. All right, well, before we start taking your questions, I wanna do a couple of things here. Um, briefly turn it over to the iBug guy because we have some announcements of, gosh, a lot of things are going on in iBug these days. So without further ado, the iBug guy, Mr. McCulloch, take it away, sir. All right. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Stephen. And this is Michael in a undisclosed location in the Eastern time zone tonight. So welcome again, everybody. All right. So things going on this coming week. We have a week packed of every single night this week. Uh, and I'm just going to touch on them very uh, briefly. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail. You can always go to our website to uh, get the details. Tomorrow on Clubhouse, 5 p.m., we have our iBug Mini Buzz, similar to this call, just a one-hour version of that. Then Wednesday at 5 p.m., also on Clubhouse, it is our iBug Mac Buzz. That's our open Q&A help session for people with Mac issues and questions. As Stephen said, uh, this call is not for the Mac tonight, but uh, you can always join us on Wednesday for Mac Buzz on Clubhouse, 5 p.m. And all these times are central time, by the way. Then Thursday, we have on Clubhouse again, it's iBugs Life. And this week, or this month's uh, episode, we'll look at grilling and chilling. So our uh, facilitator there, George, will be uh, 
talking about his own experiences as a blind person cooking on a grill indoors and outdoors and then ever i'm not sure what the chilling part is but come join us for that that is at 6 p.m central time friday night is our regular ibug night at the virtual movie 7 30 p.m for the pre-movie social eight for the movie start and then stick around afterwards for a discussion and that'll be back here on this same zoom line then saturday we have iBug Apple Workshop, and that will be at 2 p.m. Central on this Zoom line. That's our everything about the Appleverse. Talk about rumors and news and different things going on over the past month. We've got uh, several demos lined up for you, some new people that have not uh, been uh, participating uh, as a uh, Demoers, is it demoers? Demolitionists, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, we got some new people doing demos. <laughs> demonstrators. <laughs> Even demonstrators isn't safe. <laughs> All right. So that's what we got going on this coming week. So please join us for that. And as I said, uh, get more details on our website, ibugtoday.org. Uh, and also on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash group slash iBug today. And also, you can also follow us on Twitter. Handle there is at iBug today. Announcements are always going out there, plus lots of good information about different things from the Apple world. Okay, I think that's it for the announcements. I'm going to turn it back over to you, Stephen. All right. Thank you, sir. And uh, I know you'll be uh, coming up later in the call with those famous movie clues that we're all looking forward to. But between now and then, uh, before we get to your question, Sandia, if you want to uh, allow everyone to unmute, let's give everyone a chance to introduce themselves. As uh, I used to say on the radio, tell us who you are, where you're calling from. And remember, you will need to unmute in order to do that. And if you came in in the middle of the call, and didn't hear who I am. I'm Stephen, and I am in Austin, Texas. So I'll get it started. I might as well go next. I'm Keith in Austin, Texas. That's right. Hey, Keith. Susan Sumler from Houston. Hi, Susan. Hi. This is Herbie in Houston. Hey there, Herbie. Jake from Michigan. Hi there, Jake. Welcome. Hello. Okay, who else? It hasn't introduced themselves yet. Freddie from Galveston County. Hey there, Freddie. Welcome. Okay. This is Sandia from Houston. Sandia. Suva from Houston. Hey, Suva. Welcome. Shri from Virginia. Hey, Shri. Welcome. And Jim from Central PA. Jim. Welcome, sir. Okay, anybody we missed? All right, well, if you didn't get a chance to introduce this time around, we will catch you at the halftime show. So now we get to the meat part of everything and opening it up for questions. Remember, there are no dumb questions, so don't be shy. Ask away, who would like to Susan. be first? Hey, Susan, wow, you're jumping hey. right on it. Go right ahead. 
yeah. Uh, <clears throat> okay. I don't know how I do it, but it happens every day, sometimes several times a day. I use my iPad um, more than anything else. And uh, I'll be double tapping on something, doing stuff. And way too often, some way, somehow, this help thing comes on and it talks, you know, turn it off and do, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, shut up. I don't care. Go away. And I can't get rid of it. I don't know how I'll even uh, turn my iPad on and turn back on and help is still on. So my question is, is there something in settings somewhere I could go to turn that thing off? permanently <laughs> okay so um do you remember what you're doing specifically when you're when that happens i, I think it's the way i'm tapping to be quite honest because that's yeah um yeah. um i could be well like i have i always try to keep three three or four particular things in um app switcher that I want to keep open. Uh, so I may double tap to, um, to what's the word, activate it, mm-hmm. like audible, for example. Um, and, you know, it says activate, I double tap it. And, or it could be anything else. I could be on a home screen and, and open, you know, want to open mail, for an example, or music this, or right. anything. Okay. I- and this is so anyway, hang on, hang on. Yeah, anyway, finish. I, I'm not, I'm not going to go through every single thing. It's just, I'm just trying to say it could be anything at all. That's all. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Uh, Keith, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to ask a quick question. Does it say starting help when you hear? Yes. Yes. So what's happening is if, a four-finger double tap starts the helps, basically the practice area that's in voiceover. So somehow when you're tapping, you're tapping four fingers on the screen or is registering four fingers on the screen and starting that help. And to stop the help, you can do a four-finger double tap as well. Or uh, I believe you can hit the, uh, what phone are you on? Well, I, I, I use my iPad. Oh, the iPad. Yeah. You yeah. Can, does it have a home button or the side button? Uh, it, it has the home button, but... Uh, yeah. I think it, if you uh, hit the home button, it should clear the practice, the help yeah. as well. It but doesn't. if not, you, you can yeah. do the four-finger double tap to turn it off. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll try that. But, um, but... I do know it turns on when I use the two finger double tap all the time, but you know, maybe I'm using four and not realizing it, but I'm, I'm, I'm this is pretty, pretty much positive that I'm using two fingers. But anyway, I, I wanted to turn it off. Is there a way to go into settings and go somewhere and just turn it off? Uh, Keith, do you have an answer to that one? I do not believe it. I believe it's a gesture. I, yeah. Well, you know, um, you can go into voiceover and uh, what is it? Commands. Uh, and gestures. And, and 
yeah. reassign that gesture to something else or uh, just, I think you can uh, have it where it's not assigned to anything. That way, when you're doing the two finger double tap, even if I, I do it, sometimes I'll, uh, my ring finger, my pinky finger will, I will think I'll have them raised, but they're far enough down that it's getting all the fingers on the screen or something's happening where it's registering that poor finger double tap. But that's one thing you could do is go in there and either reassign it or just take the, the function away from it. I believe you can assign it to to nothing, but I'm not, mm. I'm not hundred percent sure. That's that. a good idea. That's good. And Susan, if it's any hold on one second, Susan, if, if it's any consolation to you, I do it myself quite frequently. I don't think that I'm using four fingers, but <laughs> yeah. apparently I put myself in that mode too. So it is aggravating, bad. isn't it? Uh, yeah, it uh, is. So, so uh, uh, you're saying uh, go to accessibility. I know where that is in settings and go to, what was it? You said commands. It's probably commands and gestures, is it? Or just commands? This key, the, it's ahead. under voiceover settings. And okay, look, yeah. Okay. All right. And look for the word commands. Okay. Commands, I believe it. All right. And, and one more thing, Keith, you said the four finger double tap, isn't that for a screen curtain on or off, or is it three finger? I mean, I four think. finger three times. Because you said four finger two times, and I'm wondering, will that turn the screen curtain on? Uh, I think he muted. Did you mute, Keith? Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, there you go. So three finger double tap is speech on and off. Three finger triple tap is turn the screen curtain on. Yeah. Three finger, three taps? Triple tap, mm -hmm. yes. Triple tap. Oh, okay. Curtain. I thought it was four fingers. And because when you said four finger double tap a while ago, I'm like, uh, no, I'm not going to touch that one. <laughs> but I can okay. try it. All right. Thank you, Keith. Okay. Uh, Shree, I think you had something. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say that you could also run the scrub to get out of the help menu. The two finger scrub. The scrub feature. Yeah, the, or the scrub gesture, I should say. Um, oh, okay. Okay. That's a, a two finger scrubbing back and forth. Okay. Thanks, y'all. Appreciate it. You're welcome, Susan. Great question. Um, I can I can certainly relate. Okay. Who has the next question? A new topic that would like to go next. Any other, you need help with help or some other issue? I need this help. Is Keith. Go, oh, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Keith. Oh, okay. Yes, I need a lot of help. But uh, one thing, one thing that has get? been. Okay, we're getting some background noise here. Let Keith go first and then we'll come back to the next person. So. One thing that's been happening to me, and I maybe this will change with the new update that Tim told us about, but uh, I'll have Bluetooth headphones when I uh, turn them on and then turn them off, uh, the voiceover stops and I have to uh, toggle voiceover on and off or uh, even today I had to toggle Bluetooth on and off to uh, even get my wired headphones to work after that. Hmm. So uh, there's something in the Bluetooth or the, 
or something that's that's just not working well together. So this is when you're connecting Bluetooth is when it happens. So so I always have Bluetooth on, and if I turn mm-hmm. on my Bluetooth headphones and then turn them off, then voiceover turns off. This and is her. And then oh, also uh, when I have my Bluetooth headphones on, turn them off and plug in my wired headphones, my wired headphones do not work. So like today I had to go into Bluetooth, turn Bluetooth off and then back on and then my wired headphones worked. Okay, Herbie, go ahead, sir. So I have a slightly different problem to Keith's, but in some ways it's, so what happens is, now it doesn't do it if it's like the Beats headphones, but if it's like my Bose, when I turn them off, my voiceover decides to come through my earpiece for like a good 30 seconds for, you know, to a minute. And, um, it, you know, it's something that I've noticed in the last couple of weeks. So I don't know if that's, you know, if, if it's the same bug just manifesting itself in a slightly different manner. I'm using an iPhone 12 Pro, but um, it's rather annoying because I have to kind of hold the phone up to my ear if I want to hear what to voiceover is saying. It's like it's acting like it's connected to Bluetooth even when it's not supposed to be anymore. So, um, you know, I, I think there is something weird going on with Bluetooth. So that's been my experience. Yeah, it seems like Bluetooth is having some interesting issues lately. I know we've talked about on the call the past few weeks, so I guess we can add that to the list. Any other comments or suggestions on Keith's issue or Herbie's? This is Shree. Shree, go ahead. So Keith, are you using any of the Apple's Bluetooth or these third-party Bluetooth? Hold on, I'm on mute, but it's uh, my aftershocks. Uh, have you tried it with any of the Apple, you know, the Apple Bluetooth and see if you're having the problem? Yeah, I think he's... Sorry, like I have he background was, noise. Yeah, I was going to say you but had some... No, I just, I basically just use, uh, I do use Beats, but I haven't tried it with the Beats, but usually it's just the aftershocks. Okay. All right. Any other comments or suggestions they can try? Hmm. Well, maybe we can... Oh, go ahead, Keith. Sorry. I was just going to say it's never been a problem until here in the last couple of weeks. Hmm. And there haven't been any recent updates, at least not that I've seen. So can't be from that, right? All right. Well... Maybe we can do some more research on that and uh, come back to that at a later point. But thanks, Keith. That's a good question. Hope we can figure out your problem. Yes, thank you. This is Shree. Uh, go ahead, Shree. Is this a new question or I, same one? No, I was just going to say, you, know, you mentioned about uh, no updates. You know, sometimes Apple does send some updates that doesn't go fall under the iOS updates. So typically like the AirPod, I mean, uh, those, those updates generally comes automatically. So there could be some type of updates that could have happened that we don't know. That is true. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. Who has a new question, a new topic? Rose. This is Rose. Hi, Rose. Go ahead. Yes. uh, uh, I lost my, my, uh, uh, (laughs) my voice over 
and uh, and Siri. I was sweeping, uh, swiping left and right, two fingers, three fingers, and all, all the uh, and double tap, double tap. I was doing all of this, and all of a sudden, I found the uh, the keyboard, the keyboard. I consider how to call to write people's name, but I swap left and right again, and the. Uh, Voiceover went, and uh, I cannot hear nothing. Whatever I yeah. I do, a sweep a left, swap left, right, all the three fingers, four fingers, anything, I cannot have voiceover or Siri back. So it just goes away, like it just went away, it just, disappeared. It went away. Both of them went away. Okay. All right. Anybody have any suggestions on that? Let me ask a follow-up, Rose. When you when you swipe, do you still hear the little clicking sound that voiceover normally makes, even though you don't have speech? No, there's no squeaking the voice. It made the voice. It made the voice sometimes, yeah. mm -hmm. but not because when I keep swiping, it's a black something is blocking there. Okay. Yeah, because you might if even if you turn speech off without turning voiceover off, if you swipe, sometimes you can still hear the little k -k sound that it makes. You're not hearing yeah. that either. No, not now. But I was I heard it before. I don't know mm -hmm. what's going on. I cannot hear now. Everything just shut up, shut down. Do you know how many times has this happened? Uh so. It's not this has happened when I cannot do anything. That happened on Friday and I tried Saturday again. And it's, I still didn't get the voice, but I, live, I hear like something, something uh, is there, but you cannot get out. The voice can't get out. Say we call, say we do all a swap, swap left and right, three, three fingers, Four fingers, whatever I do, all of the all of the, okay. the method to do, and gotcha. it just shut up. Uh, it shut up. All right. Well, we don't want it to shut up. All right. Everything shut up. Okay. Does anybody have any suggestions? Maybe things she could try to get it back. This is Suva. Suva, go ahead. Hello, Rose. How are you doing? Thanks. Oh, I'm doing good, Suva. I'm glad Great. you're here. So yes. Um, Initial thoughts, I was thinking your speech has been disabled with a triple finger double tap. Oh. I believe, but uh, it may not be the case because it might be something else entirely new. And Friday, do you remember what was the gesture you were working on? Were you just exploring or you know, a particular oh, well, this, I was I was exploring. Just exploring. Because, okay. Yes. Hmm. Okay. I might. I if we can't figure this thing out, I might have to give you a call and try to sort this out on a, you know. But let's let's hear other people's thought first. Okay. Great. Thanks, Suba. I appreciate thank, that. And that's thank the, you. Yeah, that's why I was asking Rose if if you did that that you might have accidentally turned speech off by that uh, mm -hmm. three finger double tap. That's why I was asking that just to try to eliminate the, the uh, 
possibilities. Anybody else have a comment or a suggestion? Um, Rose, this is what, Oh, go ahead, Shree. I was just going to, just a, you know, a basic question I was going to ask is, did you try asking Siri if voiceover was on? Yes, voiceover was on while I was doing all of that gestures. Okay, so if voiceover is on, here's a couple of things could have happened. You could have had your voiceover volume all the way down that uh, you couldn't hear anything. Uh, that would be the first troubleshooting I would say is uh, do two, you know, hit obviously press your volume up all the way uh, up. I don't know, hold it down for about five seconds. So it's just as high as it can be. And then also make sure on your rotor, your voice, your voiceover volume is also up. Uh, I would try those two things. And if you're still hearing the dut dut sound as you're flicking right, that would be my thought as why it wasn't working. Now, if you didn't hear the, 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 the sound as you were flicking right, then I would have gone to make sure you've turned on your, uh, the haptics to be on. Those are my thoughts. Okay, very okay. good. Thank you. Anybody else? Those are some good suggestions. Uh, Rose, uh, just another quick question. What uh, phone do you have? Which iPhone version? Uh, do you have? Got, uh, I'm trying uh, that so 8 Plus. 8 Plus, okay. Have you tried restarting your phone? Mm. So I do that. I did it before. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, it's still when I restarted but nothing, still nothing happened. That's what I said. Maybe I, <laughs> I don't understand because uh, I'm I, I'm just a, a new learner. Right. right. That's what I was venturing around, mm -hmm. you know, to sure. see what the, and I stop all the apps I have and I try them to see what I get and I that's I don't know what I was doing exactly, mm -hmm. what I was doing that. Open okay. the apps. So that's what I find out. I can uh, I can uh, call somebody, write somebody's name, but I cannot see to write. I cannot. When I got to the board, to the clipboard, to the board, the I cannot do. When I get there, I start typing. I don't know what I am typing. <laughs> right. Well, try some of those suggestions and see if they help. And um, I know Suba yeah. said he can get in touch with you and maybe help you further. But thanks for your question, Rose. That's a very good question. Yes, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Mm -hmm. Glad to have you with us tonight. All right, who would like to go next with a new topic or a new question? As we move along here. This is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. I just wanted to give an update from last week's question about uh, accessing voicemail with the volume would only be in the earpiece. I okay. found some things that we could try and troubleshoot. So when you do listen to your voicemail, when you hit the play button, flick right to the more option, then flick up to activate, double tap on the activate, and that triggers the speaker. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Okay, great. Yeah, I remember when that question came up. So that is definitely something you can try. Thanks, Ray. Appreciate that. All right. And new topic, new question. 
moving at a nice pace here. Who would like to go next? Well, I have, I, I could pull a Sandia because I have kind of a different type of question. So, uh, but if anybody else would like to go first, that's perfectly fine. Otherwise, I will ask this question now. I have heard that Facebook has now an audio type of chat thing like Clubhouse does. I'm just curious, is there an app for it or what it, is it similar to what Clubhouse is or is it something totally different? It, it sounds like they're trying to compete with Clubhouse, but I'm curious if it's something in the Facebook app or if it's an, another app entirely because I haven't really had a chance to explore it. Does anybody know? Or maybe I was imagining things here, <laughs> but I saw something about it. This is Herbie. Recently, Herbie, go ahead. I do believe it is a separate app. I honestly have not used it myself. I've been perfectly fine with Clubhouse. <clears throat> and, um, but I do believe it is a separate app you have to download. Um, I would imagine if, uh, <clears throat> I don't remember what it's called, but Probably if you typed in Facebook into your app store search results, it would come up with, you know, the app because it would bring up like the suite of apps that are related to Facebook. So, yeah, I want to say it's Facebook audio or, or something. Anyway, it, it is an audio type of chat. I, I right. do know that. Yes. So. Because everybody's trying to can complete, compete with the clubhouse. So. Right, right. So I was just curious. I saw that and I thought, oh boy, I knew that was coming, but. Uh, had not had a chance to play with it or anything. Just wondered if anybody had. I have not, but. Uh... Okay. Well, thank you, Herbie. That's valuable information as always. We appreciate that. Anybody else want to weigh in on that before we move along? All right. That was quick and easy. I guess I'll just have to go and uh, find it and try it myself and see what happens. <laughs> but. I hardly have time to play on Clubhouse, much less try another one. Who would like to go next? A new question, a new topic. Something, something new, something borrowed. This is David. Hey, David, go ahead. Yeah, um, I was one, the other day, well, a couple weeks ago, I was using that voice memos. I was recording that demo that I did for the cafe and um, I noticed that <clears throat> there wasn't like an easy way to just pause the recording with a gesture or a, you know, you could stop it. But I was wondering if there's a way to like pause without having to like locate the pause button and then that you know, gets recorded on your, you switch that voiceover on, you know, it starts recording all, all your swipes and <clears throat> you can interfere with, with what's being recorded. So, um, or maybe there's another app that does that and has that feature where you can easily pause it without having to like locate a button or something like that. Yeah, that I, I seems like we had that question come up fairly recently in voice memos when oh. we were talking about it. Um, but just to kind of refresh, does anybody have any comments about that? Pausing on a voice memo without no, like stopping the like recording. You want to pause, you can like, 
catch your thoughts and then and start it again, you know, from that point. Right. Where you oh, left off, it. in other words. Yeah, kind of pause right. it and then this is Sandia. Sandia, go ahead. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, yes, David, I, I'm trying to look it up right now. I, I know I, I did it too, and it's like you have to go to the thing called card overlay, but I, I'm try I know exactly what you're doing, but I have forgotten how to do it, so I'll try to, you know, before the end of the call, I'll try to find it, but we did discuss it in a, you know, couple of weeks yeah. ago, so I'll try to look it up. You can two-finger double tap, and that like stops it. You know, and that's an easy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you don't want to stop it. You want to yeah. like continue. So. But I don't know okay. if there's a voiceover uh, gesture where you could do it without having to find that button mm -hmm. and everything, mm -hmm. and then it records all the extra. Right. You know about. This is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. Okay, I'm sorry. I wasn't sure if I got heard the first time or not. Um, uh, yeah. If you go to the card overlay, there's a pause button there. And um, you can pause and then hit continue. Um, I'll, to be fair, Voice Memos is not my favorite app, honestly. If, you know, but, but um, um, like for, uh, just press record, I think actually lets you double tap to pause um, if you're willing to pay like you know a couple bucks. But yeah, you go to the card controller and you go to the pause button. That should let you pause your recording and then. You know, there's, um, you know, like it's called record or continue once you pause it, but uh, hopefully that helps. Well, but here's my question, and I think David kind of alluded to it, is if you're recording something, you don't want to go tapping around on the screen to either find the pause button or if you have to go into the card overlay to do that is... and then find the, the pause button. Go ahead, go ahead, Herbie. So two solutions to that. A, um, wear headphones because... Um, a, that'll give you, depending on what you're trying to record, um, if you're trying to record your voice, that'll be better anyway, because the mic will pick you up directly. The, you know, the microphone on the iPhone is better for like background recording. B, um, do like, the, the other thing you could do is memorize where the buttons are, because like card overlay is the only, this is the last button on the screen, for instance. So you can mute your speech and double tap and the card button and then, you know, just again, know where the pause button is. Though what you really could also do is use an audio editor afterwards to take out some of that extra stuff. Um, you know, but again, like I said, voice memos, unfortunately, maybe not yeah. the best app if you're wanting to really truly be professional and you don't have access to audio editing. Um, like I said, I think, you know, there are some better apps but headphones would be your best solution ultimately, like just the standard Apple earpods would be perfect. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I I, I guess with the headphones, it, it won't record the voiceover. Um, it won't record, oh, this is Herbie, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, okay, didn't mean to remember that. It'll record, not only will it not record your voiceover, it won't record just your tapping on the phone in general. And if you're, you get really good, if you're, you get to the point where you can talk while you're finding your button, so it's not even obvious that you're um, looking for a pause, but you know, that'll, that'll help too. But um, yeah. yeah, headphones will really serve that purpose. So. Okay. That is this what is, I recommend. This, this is, is Shree. 
Sandia, did I hear you first? Oh, yeah, just a real quick. I did try to find it. So, uh, David, once you go into the, you know, you start the recording and then it, you, you automatically see stop and so forth, and we don't want stop. Tab, you go swipe to your left. Oh my goodness, it's thundering. I can't control my background noise. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so you swipe to the left and you see uh, that card overlay that we were talking about. It says that it's dimmed, but tap it, double tap it nevertheless. And then that you can kind of see like something happens on the screen. And so then you'll start, you'll see the pause button and done button. So then um, I think kind of what I did when I was doing my recording, I got it to that point and then um, I, I, you can try to quickly get it to get it there and then you can find your pause button and then go forward. So I hope that helps. Okay, uh, Shree, go ahead. Yeah, so I was like, like Sandia, you know, last time I did this, you know, it was a good lesson learned for me on using voice memo. Um, I figured out how to do cropping in the beginning and the end and the middle. So what I did is um, I didn't worry too much about voiceovers saying all this stuff because I just gave it some space uh, for like, I would record something. I'd be quiet for about two or three seconds. Then I would start doing the voiceover gestures and obviously it all gets recorded because I know I was going to just crop it out a little later and then started uh, continuing what I was doing. But if you learn how to use the editing in that app for cropping the beginning and the end in the middle, it's a pretty good tool. It took a little time for me to learn it, but once I learned it, you know, now I'm not so worried about that it's recording uh, unwanted information. Yeah, that is a good point because it, it does have some very basic editing functions where you can at least trim or crop things off. So that, that's another good suggestion. You can just, if you have the time to do that, then just edit all that out and you'll still have a clean recording. So very good. Okay, anyone else? I'm sorry, who was about to speak? Oh, it's David. Yeah, David, yeah, go that, ahead. That's a good point about the editing. I did play with that a little bit um, to cut out some stuff at the end of my recording that, that I didn't want. So I, I guess I could figure out how to cut, you know, in between, you know, further in the recording it's easy to do that, like beginning and end is very pretty simple but when you want to go like in the middle and cut something out i guess it's more more complex but thanks for the suggestions you, bet. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. Uh, it, you would think that they could at least put a pause button and a stop button there <laughs> but i guess that's too simple Shree, go ahead yeah i was just gonna say like i learned that you could actually go you know you can have it so that you can edit it going by second by second, or even get close to like milliseconds where you can actually select what you want to delete. So you know, once you get the hang of it, 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 the editing tool is pretty powerful. So mm -hmm. uh, okay. that's it. All right. Very good. Well, David, I hope that it at least helps some. There's, there's no easy solution to this until they do what I just suggested, but um, hopefully that will help you out. Thanks so much for your question. Who would like to ask the next question? Start a new topic, a new line of discussion. Any particular hassles or issues that you're having? It brings me to something that we, since we were just talking about that, 
there's basic audio software that you can use on the computer, things like Gold Wave or Audacity. I'm curious if there are, I've never tried to use apps for any of those. Wondering if any of you ever have delved into that and how much easier they might be. This is Herbie. On the phone or on the iPad. Herbie, go ahead. Well, actually, I take it, you know, but I've been talking a lot, so I want to see if anybody else has anything to say before I do talk. So, but um, if nobody else, then I will talk, but I'll, I'll give somebody else a chance if they want to say anything first. Okay. Any, anybody have any suggestions on audio software apps besides what we've been talking about? Like some of the main computer ones. Okay, hearing none, go ahead, Herbie. Okay, so um, two that are recommended for the phone. Um, there is Gold Wave, <clears throat> and I believe another one that people like to use for editing on the phone is one called Ferrite. Um, it is a bit more of an expensive app than like just press record, I forget the cost. Um, the caveat though with those apps is it's my understanding they work best if you are using a Bluetooth keyboard and not the touch screen. Um, so those are two apps I am aware of for actually editing audio. Um, some other apps have some basic stuff uh, built into it. Um, there's also, I think it's still around, Boss Jock Studio. I don't remember if Boss Jock Studio was still around or not. That was another popular app for editing. Um, but Gold Wave and Ferrite, and Ferrite, I believe, is F-E-R-I-T-E. -E. Um, with, you know, <clears throat> using those with Bluetooth keyboard, I believe, are the ones that um, people do recommend. Okay, very good. Yeah, I, I knew there were some out there, but <laughs> hadn't really had a chance to sit down and kind of delve in to see which one Susan. was the best. Susan, go ahead. Yeah, um, are those any of those apps, will they work on, on the iPad as well? Or is it just iPhones? Herbie? And, you and, and also, oh, go ahead, is Susan, it, this is Herbie. Well, let, I, let Susan I finish forgot. first. Oh, sorry. Um, it, it's the first one, go wave, like uh, um, uh, waving your hand, that kind of, is that the word go wave? No, it's gold, like G-O-L-D wave. W-A-V-E, uh, uh -huh. gold, gold wave. Uh, Oh, okay, thanks, okay. okay. Okay, Herbie, go ahead. So it's my understanding that I think the majority of iPhone apps do work on the iPad. I'm not an iPad user, so I can't say for sure. Um, it'll say in the app description, of course, whether it supports the iPad or not, but I do believe, I, I know um, Ferrite Recorder does. I believe that for sure does work on the iPad and I'm pretty sure that Goldwave does too. And I think Keith just joined us again, and he may also know something about audio editing apps because I know he does some recording stuff. So, this is Jim. Jim, go ahead. Yes, sir. I, if you go through um, Jonathan Mosen's uh, podcasts, I think he did a couple of them on apps that you could record with um, and actually. Uh, I think there were some that uh, would allow you to interview somebody if you had uh, a setup with two microphones and a mixer. I think they were Backpack Studio comes to mind right off the top of my head. Um, but I would look there to see what uh, people are using. Okay. And I believe that's Mosin at Large. Is that the one you're talking about? Podcast? 
Yes, yes. Okay. okay, Herbie? Yeah, so what John, what you're referring to there, Jim, with Backpack Studio is they're eventually coming out with an app called the Backpack Live, which will allow you to basically bring another iPhone user into Backpack Studio without even you know needing any fancy setup or whatever. And so you can bring them onto like any podcast or um, live stream that you're doing. And yeah, there are definitely a lot of good recording apps and um, I'm focusing like, you know, on the audio editing apps. And I think both Ferrite and Goldwave are really good for those. But yeah, Jonathan Mosen does talk about, you know, you know, some of these different recording apps too. I don't remember if he's talked specifically about audio editing. I'd have, but you know, if you do check out Mosen at large, you will find a bunch of stuff in there and it might because you know i can't keep track of everything that he's done so yeah right okay very good well those are some great suggestions i i appreciate that any others before we move along to the next topic hearing none then let's move forward any new topics or discussion new question This is Michael. Bugger you. Michael, go ahead. Yeah, it's not a new topic. Just wanted to go back to your uh, question about the Facebook Live audio. Okay, sure. I was doing some quick reading. Uh, so, yeah, that, that was introduced on June, June 21st, but it was only available to a few public figures and some select groups, I guess, kind of a beta test or I don't, they didn't call it beta test, but to just kind of test out the features and check it out. And it probably won't be released to the general public until uh, the beginning of next year is what they were saying. So, and most likely it will just be part of the regular Facebook app, just like live video, they'll have live audio. Okay, so, yeah, I had actually heard that they were there were some celebrities involved in that. I just wasn't sure if it was like, like you said, a kind of a beta test thing, or if they were allowing them to have their rooms and people could just come in. So that's, that refreshes my memory on that. Okay, we're getting some talking in the background. So if you could mute yourself, unless you're wanting to speak, please do so. Uh, but thank you, Michael, that's great. A new question, new topic. This is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. I just thought I'd mention for anybody that's interested, the iOS 15 betas are really stable. And, you know, I'm running uh, the latest iOS beta. And for the most part, I've actually forgotten that I'm even running a beta. So um, if anybody's interested in uh, doing that, you can go to beta.apple.com on your device. Make sure your Safari is set to mobile view. As if it's set to desktop, if it's set to a desktop, that's problematic. And you just sign in with your Apple ID and password, and download the proper profile, and uh, you can run iOS fifteen point two. And um, I'm not going to talk about. There are some differences, like especially with Safari, and we'll talk about those once the actual, um, you know, Apple things come out, you know, later this year. So I'm not going to. Tell anybody how to, and I don't know if anything's going to change between now and then. So that's, um, but uh, you know, it's uh, they're pretty stable. So I just thought I'd throw that out there for anybody that's interested. So you go to beta.apple.com on the device you want to run the beta on, um, 
a lot of there's a lot of debate on whether you should run the beta on your primary device or secondary device. Um, I personally do run it on my primary device because that gives me the full hands-on experience with you know the changes and updates. But if you're concerned that an app might crash, then you would want to maybe run in the secondary device. But uh, I thought I would throw that out. Oh, that's excellent. Thanks, Herbie. I know you have a lot of insight into that. And um, I guess we're still, what, a couple of months away before they're probably going to release it to everybody else? Yeah. Usually probably in September. Probably like, you know, late September or October, something like that. Right. Okay. So that's a good thing to keep in mind if you're wanting to play around and, you know, maybe jump ahead a little bit and see what is coming up in 15. Then um, this do that. Sandhya. Sandhya. Uh, yeah, I tried to look, and this we've had this question before, so I was trying to check on the cost of the Ferrite app, and it mm -hmm. is available for the iPhone and the iPad, so that is true. Um, but you, since I'd already purchased it, I can't find the price, so I'm looking online, but anyway, if anybody, I, I know we've had that problem before, but anyway. This is Herbie. You know. Go ahead, Herbie. If I remember correctly, Ferrite has a lot of in-app purchases. I think there's the basic app and then I think you have to pay um, more for, I think there's additional in-app purchases if memory serves correct. And I don't remember, like you, I don't remember the original price, but I do think there's an additional in-app purchase for the full set of features. Okay. Very good. Thank you, Sandhya, for doing that. Maybe I can track that a little bit later. Once you take over the call, I'll take a look because I don't have it. So all right. M moving right along. This is Jody. Jody, welcome. Hi, Go everybody. Ahead. Sorry I'm late. I was at a board meeting tonight. Um, I was wondering, what is the what is what model phone can you put 15 on? Would it go on a, an old SE, or is that too old? Okay. Well, Herbie, if you uh, unless somebody else knows that, um, Herbie, feel free to jump in and answer that question. Sorry, I got a lot of thunder clapping in my ears. What was that question again? <laughs> uh, she was wanting to know if what phones that the new iOS 15 would work on. Will it work uh, oh, on some of the older they, phones? Yes, they will go as far back as the 6S. The 6S. Okay, so you could put, it would work with the old SE. Yes, it will. Yeah, the 6S okay. is what I'm. Yeah, so the first I believe. Yeah, it's like the 6S and the first SE. Um, okay. I do believe it supports the six, the first SE, and then you can, you can definitely also, you know, like uh, for anybody that forgets, if you're unsure, you can always Google um, what you know model phones will iOS 15 work with. But it does go back to you know, like I said, the success. They're really uh, Apple's in keeping their older phones supported. You may not get some of the features depending on the age of your phone, and but uh, yeah, they're. Okay, thank you. Yep. Very good. Thank you, Herbie. Thank you, uh, Jody, for your question. All right. We have about a little less than 10 minutes before our midway point or our halftime show, as we like to call it. So we still have time for a few questions. And uh, man, you guys in Houston are getting dumped on. <laughs> I, can hear, I can hear the thunder roll. It sounds like a song. All right. New question, new topic. Anything else that's bugging you besides the weather that has related to iOS devices that you'd like to bring up? New question. 
or any insights about uh, some Susan, of the up, upcoming features? Susan, go ahead. Yeah, you just um, gave me an idea for a question because of the thundering we're getting over here. Um, I know with the old landline phones, you know, um, everyone knows that it's dangerous using a landline phone when it's thundering and lightning because, well, you know, it's dangerous. Uh, people have gotten killed doing that. Would that also apply to uh, using the iPhone? I, I've heard people say it, it, it is dangerous. Is that true or not? Ooh, that's a very good question, Susan. You know, I've often wondered that myself. Does anybody have an answer? Can you get electrocuted using your cell phone? This is Jim. Uh, Jim, that's well, you both spoke at the same time. Jim, uh, go ahead go, and then Shree. Yeah. All right. um, go ahead, John. I would say it'd be pretty, pretty tough to get struck by lightning, especially if you're inside your house or under, you know, maybe out on your porch, under a roof, something like that. Uh, don't stand under a tree and do it. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I suspect you're probably going to be okay. Uh, you're not going to be standing out in the rain using your iPhone anyway, chances are, because you wouldn't want to get your iPhone wet, would you? Or right. Maybe you do. I don't know. Uh, but I think you're probably okay, because you're not directly wired into anything unless you have your phone plugged in and you're charging it as you're using it. Yeah, I was just going to say, now that might be an, that might be an issue, but Sheree, uh, go ahead. I was just going to say that most likely you're, you're okay. Maybe in the old times where you had copper lines coming in from the outside to your house. Uh, now, basically, most of them don't run the, the running voice over IP, not copper lines. And I would say if you got hit close to the house, it wouldn't matter whether you were in a landline or a mobile device, you know, if it hit something close to you. So I wouldn't worry too much about it. Okay. Very good. Anybody else have, want to weigh in on that? Hopefully that Jody. is true. Go ahead, Jody. Yeah, I think I think you know back when we had uh, you know phones connected to the wall and and you had a handset that was connected to your phone, then you had to worry. But you know you really don't have to worry, especially if you have a cordless phone, uh, a landline with a cordless phone. You really don't have to worry. And and although during a storm, I will unplug my phone from the charger simply because I don't want it to, you know, to have a. a spike of uh, a power spike or something but I, I don't think i'd worry at all about uh if you're if you're talking on your cell phone and you're not connected to anything there's no way that i think you'd have a problem all right this is Shree. go ahead Shree. It, it did i did think about something it's probably good to have you know a good surge protector while you're plugging these things instead of straight to the wall outlet so that way you do get some protection when there's a current influx that these uh, surge yeah, protectors can yeah. um, absorb. So I would say at least, you know, don't plug it directly to a wall, but plug it to a surge protector. Very good advice. Indeed. All right. Well, we have about five minutes before the halftime show. And I think we have time for one, maybe two questions if they're quick. So who would like to ask the next question? We'll bring up the next topic. This is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. I have a question about uh, uh, data usage. So in July 4th, 
I was outside in DC and during the daytime, I had no issues with data. Like I would, I'd be online. It's working perfectly fine. But in the evening I was getting buffered like every five, six minutes and I'm with Verizon and I'm in a plan where they don't throttle till I hit, you know, like 50 gigs. And I'm wondering if other people experience a lot of, uh, you know, uh, where the carrier was holding back during that period. This is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. So I wasn't out and about on July 4th, but I can tell you with T-Mobile overall, I've never had any problems with them going. I've been with them since uh, 2016. I also never had any problems like that with AT&T beforehand. Um, I've had some, pro- you know, that you, you know, usually my problems have been spotty coverage in some areas, but um, you know, I, I've heard that uh, I think Verizon uses a different internet uh, way of delivering data than like, uh, you know, um, T-Mobile and AT&T do, which I think so affects things a little differently. But, you know, July 4th, you've got everybody filming the fireworks and streaming it to Facebook and other social media. And so, you know, obviously, you know, the shared bandwidth was uh, being used, but I can uh, say that I've never had that problem with T-Mobile or AT&T. Yeah, I was kind of wondering if it's more along the lines of just high traffic on the network. But Sri, did you say it's during the peak time of the 4th, like afternoon yeah. and evening? Yeah, but when I spoke with Verizon, they said that I shouldn't have gotten throttled. I should have, mm-hmm. because there was enough. So I was kind of actually debating whether they were actually, I mean, I'm, they've assigned me to the right plan or not because it made me question what I'm paying for is what I'm getting. Were you able to check your data to see if it had like upped significantly in those few uh, hours? Well, when I checked with Verizon, they said I used like six gigs of data so far. Huh. Interesting. So I, I just thought they might be charging me for something that I don't, I don't necessarily get that's why i was asking Um, yeah well that wouldn't be the first time would it um uh, you didn't hear that anybody else have a suggestion or maybe a comment about this is herbie go ahead herbie i just thought of some three three, what phone uh uh, what phone do you have i have a 12 pro max so were you using 5g it was on 5g when i looked at the bandwidth like i said you know in the morning right i was on it without any interruption because um, the only other thing I can think of is like, you know, playing with the settings, like switching to LTE, you know, even though it's slower and seeing if that, you know, makes a difference or not, or seeing if your plan, you know, does it cover unlimited, you know, 5G or does that apply to LTE, you know, like these different companies have these different plans, but um, hmm. otherwise, you know, like I said, maybe uh, try switching uh, providers as well, you know, to T-Mobile or AT&T, you know, to see if you get a better uh deal with them but um yeah Hmm. interesting um all right well i believe we have reached the midway point which means it's time for me to turn the reins over to sandia who (laughs) hopefully will not get struck by lightning or lose power or anything it's like beating against the windows it's kind of scary uh 
know. Okay, well, thank you, Stephen. Thank you so much. Very good. Covered a lot there. And we are at the midpoint of our call. And we'll just quickly give a chance to anybody who joined in that didn't get to say hello the first time around. Please say your name and where you're from. We'd love to say hello. It's Kathy from Tulsa. Hey there. Welcome to you. Nikki from San Francisco. Hey, Nikki. Welcome. Thank you. This is Carol. Jody and from New Hampshire. Hampshire. Hey, Carol and Jody, welcome to you both. Linda in Honduras. Linda, welcome. Hi, this Father. is Dee from Grouchland. <laughs> uh, hey, Dee, welcome. Glad to have you. Cheerful, Thank cheerful. You. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Who no else? <laughs> okay, we will get to that. Who else do we have? Anybody is that say? Southern? Grasslands. Yeah, southern, southern grasslands. Yes. All right. Anybody else want to say hello? Say who you are, where you're from. Didn't get to say hi the first time. We'd love to say hi. Okay. Did, did Michael say he's on the East Coast? Yeah, he's delusional again. You know. All right. Anybody else? <laughs> No, I didn't say that. You didn't hear me say that. Okay. All right. It. Yeah, you didn't hear anything. Okay. So, welcome. So, we are going to quickly, quickly roll over some. We got a busy week. Every, something going on every day this week. So, real quick, tomorrow, Clubhouse, five to six, we'll be doing iBug Mini Buzz. Same thing we're doing now, but on Clubhouse. Wednesday, we have Android Insight from seven to eight thirty. Check it out. All things Android. And you can get questions about the A-Lady. We can legitimately talk about her on that call, all right? If you have Google devices, that's where you come. Please come on Wednesday night. And then we also have our uh, Mac Buzz this week, I think. Yes? Yes. Yes. So. Yes. <laughs> okay. From 5 to 7, and that'll be hosted by Herbie. And that'll be on Clubhouse. So thank you very much. So that'll be a fun call. If you have questions relating to your Mac, you want to be there. And then on Thursday, 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 we have It's iBugs Life. We're going to be talking about grilling and chilling. Okay. Perfect for the summertime. Um, you know, how does, how do, you know, George will be talking about how to grill as a blind person. I, you know, I'm really looking forward to that. I can barely turn on my microwave. So I'm, you know, hopefully I'm going to learn something. I know I will. So, um, and then let's see, Saturday we have our iBug Apple workshop. We are really excited about that because we have some new presenters. That'll be from two to four talking about all the latest Apple news and some cool demos by some cool new people that are presenters for the first time. So come and cheer them on and encourage them as they join our iBug family. And then, and then, well, on see, on Friday night, we have iBug night at the virtual movies. And with our wonderful, I don't know how to describe them anymore, mysterious, meaningless, I don't know, they're just enigmatic. I've used all the words I can think of, indecipherable, inscrutable, it goes on, but it doesn't help understand what he's saying. But anyway, with those wonderful clues, we have... Well, is the wonderful, lovely Iba guy here? <laughs> what? What is my? Hello, where are you? Howdy, howdy, howdy! Come in. All right, here we go. Here we go. I'm here. I'm here. Sorry. All right. All it sounded right. like you were on helium, Michael. I don't know. I thought you got 
carried away with the storm. I was kind of hoping, but okay. Did All I right. hear that right? It's Cybug's life. We're going to be grilling some blind people? No! Oh. <laughs> you said grilling for the blind. No, we can, the blind. We can okay. stick to your job, please. Oh, grilling the blind. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> that All was right. really bad, Michael. <laughs> Don't well, encourage Sandia, it. Well, Sonia is a blind don't, lawyer. Maybe she grills people. I know. Don't encourage it. Okay, come on. Let's stay with the program. Go All ahead. right. So Friday night at the virtual movies, starting at 7.30 p.m., join us for the pre-movie social, followed by the movie start at 8 p.m. And then stick around afterwards for the discussion of the movie and some miscellaneous trivia. But to find out what our movie is this week, we have some special clues brought to you by <laughs> Michael's Movie Show. <laughs> and I just wanted to welcome the uh, all the fan club that joined us here right in the last five minutes. Fan club. Well. <laughs> I, just, I noticed a bunch of people pop in, right? At five well, don't worry. It's not for you, okay? To have time. All no. right. All right. Okay. Keep going. All right. We, we have some great clues to you, for you tonight. Oh. All right. This first clues, it is so good. Oh. You will get, you will be able to guess the movie on this first clue, or you will not. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. So, the first clue is our movie, our movie, our film. I want to call it a film. Our film this week, we're being a little sophisticated, is a biopic that takes place in Poland. And remember, say your name and then wait to be recognized. Don't just yell out the title. Yeah, one of these weeks we're going to have a free-for-all. We're just going to let it yell at me. No, 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 no. No, that's not going to happen. Okay, so anybody have that first clue? Biokit pick that takes place in Poland? Any guesses? Kathy. Sophie's Choice. Sophie's Choice. That is a good guess. But I think that's somewhere else in Europe. <laughs> Czechoslovakia. Jody? Well, I think she's Polish. So. All right, Jody. Sophie was. Liar, liar. Liar, liar. Pants on fire. No, no, no. Good guess, though. How is that a good guess? Moving on to <laughs> clue number two. Clue number two. Go ahead. Does anybody know how to say two in Polish? No. I want to do my clues in Polish. Okay. You can All barely right. do them in English. What are you talking about? Okay, go ahead. Clue number two. That the main character survived was not a victory because all whom he loved died. Currently Nancy? Nancy! Is it man's search for meaning? Man's search for meaning. That's very interesting, but that's not what we're watching this week. This is Shree. Shree. Is it Rogue One? Rogue One is not it either. Never heard of it. Okay, moving on. Clue three. All right. Moving on to clue number three. In kind English. of. 
kind of in parallel with that clue number two, the death of the director's own mother remain. No, wait, I can't hear this. <laughs> Sorry for the confusion there. The death, the death of the director's own mother remains so hurtful that he has said that his own death will bring closure. Only his own death will bring closure. Currently unmuted. Nancy? Zoom Nancy! One more guess. I don't know where this movie took place, but Schindler's List? Schindler's List. That's a good guess. But we've already watched that one. All right. Getting, getting, getting warmer, though. I'll Jim. say that. Jim. The Zookeeper's Wife. Zookeeper's Wife is another good guess. But that's not it either. All right. Moving on to clue number four. Much of the story is based on witnessing the comings and goings at a hospital that is across the street from where the main character is staying. Hmm. Crickets. <laughs> All right. We may get to keep our fabulous prize again this week. Clue <laughs> number four. All right. The fifth and final clue. This one always gives it away, though. I hope so. All right. The main character is a musician who dares not to play his ivory keys. Come on, guys. I don't even hear thunder. I'm so quiet. I think that's Michael trying to play the piano in his head. <laughs> well, you won't hear thunder where I am. It's just all like moon, river. Okay. Any more clues? That's it. Those are all the uh, clues. Any other that's, guesses? That's the last clue. It no, takes we... place during war, World War II. Okay, you may have to just give it to him. Uh -huh. All right. The street. Yeah. Oh. I heard piano. That's close. It's just Brad. Yes, Brad. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't there a movie called The Piano? There's a movie called The Pianist. There's all. Oh, my God. Oh, there's our thunder. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I think somebody agrees with you. There you go. So, whose thunder is that? My thunder. Oh. Don't steal my thunder. Ha, ha, uh, ha. Okay. This is Shree. <laughs> Go ahead, Shree. Is it Juno? No, we've already said it's the pianist. But the, 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 there that's is, what it is. There is a movie called Piano. Brad is correct, but the movie that we are watching well, it's is not, not called the, the Piano. But yeah, no, okay. The pianist. The pianist. There's also yes. somebody called the Piano Man. Yeah, that's yeah, totally that's different. Record, yeah. Okay, so I guess basically Brad didn't really get the clue. No, I didn't get no it. No one got it again. I got enough prizes clogging my garage. Oh, I don't give me one. a break. Okay, you're asking. It's the Soto Martin. out there. I don't know what to do with this it. This is the I think, I think Brad did Nikki make say... a comment? <laughs> no. All right, <laughs> we're going to let Nikki make a comment. 
Well, I, I just want to tell you that Piano was the very first audio described movie I ever saw. Oh. And my granddaughter was with me. She was two or three years old when she watched it with me and she thought it was a great movie. <laughs> All right. What the hell? Give her the yeah. prize. I think Brad actually. No, no, no. Okay, we just special. I thought Brad got it. I think the thunder just muted what he actually said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, did y'all not hear me when Brad said uh, I thought I was unmuted? I said the pianist. Oh, Oh, we didn't hear you. We didn't hear you. Okay. Okay. Keith gets it. Give it to Brad. Nobody gets it. We didn't hear. Share it between Brad and yeah, that's Keith okay. I got a DeSoto in the garage. I don't need it. <laughs> okay, Nikki's we're moving granddaughter. on. All, All right. right. Well, thank you, everybody, for playing Michael Movie All right. So that will be The Pianist starring Adrian Brody. It's an Oscar winner, triple Oscar winner. So it's going to be a very, as you can tell from the clues, a little bit of a sad movie, but it is a really good movie. So we hope you'll join us this Friday at 8 p.m. Okay, social time at 7.30. And now, thank you, Mr. McCulloch. Mr. McCulloch, could you please say goodnight, Mr. McCulloch? Where'd he He go? I think he already left. He already did. Oh, okay, fine. Can't even follow directions, I'll tell you. Okay, all right. pajamas. Mr. McCulloch, please say goodnight. Okay, bye. Okay, go to bed. Okay, so here we go back to our program, and we're going to get everybody to be muted and all nice, well behaved. Everybody goes crazy during the Michael movie minutia. Okay, so who has a new question? Somebody that hasn't had a turn. We'd love to hear from you. Say your name. Marty. Marty, there you are. Go ahead, sir. Um, the Zoom, I'm, I'm assuming. It doesn't. Does Zoom have a stereo um, capability in its audio settings? Because I was listening to the Microsoft Soundscape, and he was talking about beacons coming from different directions. But since I had it on Zoom, it came from the same spot. This is Nancy. All right. And just remember when we're talking, try to minimize your background noise because it really doesn't mess up oh, the recording. Sorry. Okay. Sure. Thank you, Marty. Okay. Go ahead. Nancy and then Brad, I think. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so Zoom, you only get stereo if you have a paid subscription. And if you're using a headset with um, Soundscape with just with your phone, if your headset is like I use my Soundscape with uh, Aftershocks and it works really well. You can hear, you know, the it when it says um, <clears throat> Jackson Street goes to the left uh, or Jackson Moonlight goes to the left. Jackson goes straight ahead and Moonlight goes to the right. Yeah, no, and Nancy, comes- this wasn't this was um a zoom presentation from acb i wasn't using soundscape specifically but i I just want and and they were doing a video and i just wondered if zoom had um well i don't i'm not using my own account i'm just signing into like a webinar oh gotcha okay so sorry i thought i thought you were that's okay yeah um yeah i don't know about that then Okay, thank you, Nancy. Was was Hi. Brad? Were you trying to say thank you, Nancy? Was, or... Yeah, Zoom has stereo. You do have to enable it in your settings. I'm unclear on whether you have to have a paid account or not. Nancy may be correct on that one. 
but if you've enabled it in your settings and you should always be signed in to zoom i mean sign in once you stay signed in until you sign out it shouldn't matter if you're joining the acb meetings like a webinar by a link somewhere if you've enabled it in your account. settings then you've got you don't have an account then you no. don't have stereo oh okay that that's what yeah because i didn't Nancy see may be that. correct that you may have to pay for a Fifteen ninety nine a month for a pro account. I don't know. I I have that, so I don't. Oh, okay. I don't recall, okay. but I know that mine has stereo. This All right, Jake. hang on, Jake. I think we had Herbie and then Jake. Okay, so I want to clarify a couple of things regarding Zoom with stereo. First of all, it does not matter whether you have a free or a paid account. But you cannot get stereo on iOS. Um, I don't know about iPad, but I do know for sure with iPhone, you cannot get stereo at all. And I can tell you, I was listening on my Mac, which can get stereo and that the demonstration was not in stereo. And that goes into a lot of complicated factors with Zoom because you can't get it in stereo on a PC or Mac, but that, per that depends on the end user. Are they actually themselves broadcasting in stereo? And if somebody calls in, that can change the stereo to mono for everybody regardless. So it's really rather complicated. But the short and the long of it is on iOS, you do not even have a stereo option. So All right. Thank Brad. you, Herbie. Hang on. Hang on, Brad. Uh, Jake, you had a comment, sir? Yeah, I have a comment. In, well, I was listening to a demonstration one time about that. And they said, like, for events, you would get it and stuff like that. But I did wonder about ios uh herbie answered the question about that so okay great thank you thank you jake okay brad yeah. i'm going to go back and look but i was in the settings for ios uh, a day or so ago helping a friend with something and i saw the option to enable stereo in the ios app okay well check it out thank you we'll follow up with that and let y'all yeah. know all right, thank you, Brad. Okay, anybody else follow up for Marty or we will be, good question, Marty, and we will be moving along to our next question. Who this is Nikki. Yes, ma'am, go ahead. Can I ask a clubhouse question? Okay, sure, go ahead. Okay, a friend of mine who's using voiceover is having a lot of difficulty and I was gonna try to get him to one of your programs, but it won't do any good to get to clubhouse because he has to go through all kinds of shenanigans. So. When are you going to be doing Clubhouse on the um, on the Zoom on your Zoom next mm. after Friday? Because we're all in the ACB convention right now. Okay, hold on. Okay, this so is Jim. Yeah, go ahead, Jim. Yes, if your friend wants to get some assistance with Clubhouse, uh, Thomas Donville just did a thing, and it's now on Apple Biz, and it's all about basically it goes into how clubhouse works and you know it's just the basics of how you do certain things how you set things up and if your friend has issues i would recommend that you do have him you know point him in that direction and how do i do that what is, is there an email address a website or what uh so the applebiz.com Oh, AppleBiz.com. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah Biz. Apple Thank Biz. you very much. Perfect. Thank you, Nancy. Jim. Yes, go ahead, Nancy. I was just going to say, if, if he's searching for that, if he says 
search Apple Viz for app for Clubhouse tutorial, it will okay. generally bring it up in Apple Viz. It's really good. Great. Thank this you is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. Thank you. I was going to say we also did a cafe on Clubhouse if they want to check it out. Definitely. Right, but <clears throat> but he has to be able to get into into it, and and he's having difficulty because it asks him all kinds of questions. It never asks. This him. is Shree. Hang on. Yeah. Go ahead, Shree. No, no, I'm just saying he could watch the uh, our presentation so he could kind of understand the back end of how things are working before he goes into Clubhouse because we just did a, you know, we did a presentation on how to set up an account, how to access it, how to move around all the tabs. Right. So at least he would get an understanding of the foundation of how Clubhouse works. Right. Okay, and, and you did is... that on the Apple Biz or did you just do that at 5.30? Hang on, hang on. Remember to say your name. Okay, so I'm Nikki, sorry. this is going to be that presentation, like all of our recordings are available um, on our website under the uh, podcast tab and then go to past podcasts. After you go to podcast tab at the top, and then at the very bottom, it's past podcasts. And then you can search for the iBug Cafe, and I believe that was from the February, February, or, yeah, pretty sure it was from February. All right, so hopefully much. that will help you. Okay, good job, good question. All right, who is next with the new question? New, somebody new that hasn't had a turn? Love to hear from somebody new. Don't be sure. This is Brad. Brad, go ahead. Want to correct, uh, I believe I was wrong. I've been looking through the Zoom app. And I believe it was original audio I mistook for stereo. So okay, thank you. Just to clarify, that. I was wrong. It's happened <gasps> once or twice before. Oh, I know. Ever so actually, I wasn't wrong. I was mistaken. Uh, you misremembered. Okay, thank you, yes, Brad. <laughs> okay, thank you. I Brad. should have known. Never question Herbie. Oh uh, no, we're all open to question. We're all open to question, even Herbie. So thank you for that. No okay, we appreciate everybody's uh, suggestions here. So who wants to go next? Somebody new that has an turn. Any questions that they're having problems? This is Kathy. Kathy, go ahead, please. I'm not new, but I haven't asked a question yet. Yeah, it's all good. Go ahead. Uh, another clubhouse question sure go ahead so i used to get the first couple of weeks i was on clubhouse i got a little i got notices and everything was nice but now like sunday i was doing something else i think i was reading a book in bard and i got a little announcement that said something about um a writing thing with talking about your favorite authors and i thought oh that would be good but i was reading at the time so i didn't do anything. A couple of minutes later, I went to check the message and it wasn't up on the top of the screen. Like sometimes it seems like they stay up there and you can get rid of them, but it wasn't there. So I went to Clubhouse and it's like there was a million listings in the hallway. I mean, I couldn't, there wasn't anything that said something about um, favorite authors. And I went and looked in my bulletins and I looked in the activities and I, I couldn't find it anywhere and for some reason it just feels like I have a lot more stuff that comes in the hallway that I'm really interested in it seems like everything gets listed there and I'm wondering if somehow my I don't know if I'm using the right words but if my filters are set up or it you know never mind. this is Jody no that's a great question thank you Kathy go ahead Jody 
Well, one thing I've noticed, Kathy, one thing I've noticed lately is I'm getting a lot of notifications for things that are scheduled to happen in the future. You know, it used to be you would just get notifications for things that were actively going on in the hallway. But now it seems like Ah. whenever somebody schedules something, you'll get an announcement. Oh, it's been scheduled for tomorrow night at five o'clock or something like that. And so uh, you have to pay attention because a lot of times it's not actively going on in the hallway. Oh, great point. Thank you, Jody. Brad. Brad. Well, for uh, Kathy, I believe she said she was in another app, maybe Bard or whatever, listening to a book. And you got a notification that makes me think it was an iOS notification, in which case you might check your notification center and see if, uh, you know, you got a um, clubhouse notification through your your notifications, in which case it might, you know, you might check your notification center for past notifications. Oh, good. Okay. very good. Okay, well, Kathy, I hope that helps. Okay, good question. All right, who has our next question? This is Nancy. Go ahead. Oh, I just, uh, okay, go ahead, yes. Uh-huh. Um, okay, I got into the ACB conference this morning on Zoom. I got the email with the Zoom links in it. I got in just fine. It was very cool. It even happened on my new phone, which I haven't been able to get into Zoom. So it's just like, wow, how did that happen? And then I was somewhere else trying to use just my data instead of the Wi-Fi connection. And when I tried to sign it, then it wanted in the morning, it put my name and email address it was just in there already. And then I hit the continue button and I got in it was cool and then when I tried it later in the day it asked me to sign in with my email and password no email and no name and name and email and then when I went to the continue button it was dimmed does anybody know why that would have happened this is Marty go ahead Marty when, when that happened to you later in the day, were you in an exhibitor Zoom? Because nope, some I, of was the exhi- to get, okay. I was trying some to get into exhibitors, a workshop. Yeah, some of the exhibitors, for some reason, want you to um, sign in. And, and they offer you, like, you can sign in with your Apple ID or something. Some of them do not. Some of them just let you in, like the meeting, like like you go into meetings. This is Herbie. Okay, we're gonna keep it pretty. Keep it to. Is this a, sure. a Zoom question? We're not yes. gonna really get into this whole ACB thing. Okay, so go ahead quickly, Herbie. And okay, then we go so to our live yeah. at nine. Okay. okay, so I'm just gonna keep it really quick. So, uh, Kat, uh, uh, Nancy, the thing you signed into this morning, and like it's like set up like the iBug Zoom. It's a regular zoom account but what the acb convention uses a lot is the webinar format and that works a little differently so that's why you have to sign in a second time to it when when it's a webinar so this is brad okay brad more directly to kathy's question she put in her uh, uh um, um um email address and i think she said a passcode anyway uh and the button was dimmed I go back and double check to make sure you correctly typed in everything. I did something once and found out I had actually copied and pasted something and there was a bunch of stuff in that wasn't supposed to be there ahead of the uh, 
the address. So you might double check that you've correctly typed in a valid email address. If it's missing a letter or something, it might not recognize it as a valid uh, email address. This is Jody. Okay. Thank you. Okay, Jody, final comment on this topic. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I, I did the same thing. Uh, and what I found was I have a shortcut. So if I just put, type my initials, it writes my whole name out, you know, the, the, the same thing with my email address. And I found that that did not work. I actually had to type out each letter because it would not, for some reason, my shortcuts didn't work. Uh, but when I did put my uh, full name, that, and, okay, hang on, hang on. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Jody. Uh -huh, you're, right. Yeah. When I did, when I did put my full name and, and, you know, I typed out my name and I typed out my email address, then mm -hmm. it worked. But using the shortcuts for some reason, it didn't work. All right. And I will add to that one more, one more thing that I would add is that sometimes when you use the shortcut, it puts in another space and sometimes you can let it put the, you know, let it type it out, but then remember to go to the very end of the text field and then backspace and get rid of that space Correct. and then it will work. Okay. Brad, you were going to say something? That's it. That's what I was going to say. Same thing. But you All right. Perfect. Okay. So with Thanks that, you're reason. welcome. All right. Thank you. Good question. We are one minute away from iBug Bytes, and we have some a new cool segment that uh, Stephen is going to be talking about something really cool. So just remember, it's a very short segment, about five minutes, and then we will continue with our Q&A right after that. So, Mr. Stephen, how are we today? Are we? Ready? Oh, we're doing well, thank one you. One second, let me, let me get everybody muted. That's right. Include All right, so you can come okay. back in, Stephen. There you go. I should be there. Yes, you are. All right, doing well. And yes, when you say bites, yep, they are bites because they're very short. Won't take too <laughs> much time. Very, but very simple. Um, you know, I've I've only just recently started playing with this, and um, like I guess a few months ago, and I've I've kind of had this in the background, ready to demonstrate in case we ever needed to. So when we started doing these bites, I thought, ah, oh, it'd be a perfect thing to do for my first time doing this, I guess, as a facilitator. So we have talked a little bit about when you're in an app, there is nothing more frustrating for me than I'm scrolling along and I'm identifying, you know, the buttons and the icons and whatever. And then I come across something or actually a whole group of them. And all they say is button, 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 button. Um, yeah, I can tell it's a button, but what in the world kind of button is it? So thankfully, there is at least a partial fix to this problem. And I say partial, I guess I should say temporary. Um, there is a way that you can label buttons with your own custom label so that you'll at least know what it is when you come across it. Now I say temporary because it only works for a period of time until the app gets updated and then there is that possibility that it will go away or it will change and then you'll have to do it again. So that is something to keep in mind if you're looking to label buttons, it's not necessarily permanent. I don't know if it's that way across the board, but I have noticed on some apps, uh, as soon as the you update the iOS or sometimes it, mainly if it's the app updating, it will change those buttons. But, you know, a, partial fix is better than no fix at all. And um, I'm going to demonstrate how to do that. It is very simple. Um, 
I am in my Amazon Music app because I did some exploring and some of my apps go, okay, which ones have some button, button, buttons that I would like to label? And Amazon Music is one of them. I am currently in the Amazon app now and I'm on the find tab. I clicked on the find tab and uh, I'm going to just move around a little bit. Sandhya, tell me if this level is a good level for for uh, how loud it is here. Explore. Perfect. Explore. Okay, so yeah. Okay, there's explore, but now I'm going to come across several of these. Button, 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 button. Podcasts. There's like six of them here. So let's label a couple. I'm going to, what I usually do, I'm going to go back here. Explore. All right, the first button, I'm going to double tap on that. I'm going to see if it will tell me, give me some indication of what it is. Back button. Genre, DJ mode. Okay, it says DJ mode. A hosted listening experience. DJ mode serves up the songs you love and new releases with stories from artists, commentary from music insiders, and trivia from Alexa that deepens your connection to the music. Let me uh, slow down my speech. I Speaking rate. did forget to do that. 55%. Let's do that. Headings. Okay, so yeah, it's apparently something called DJ mode. So I'm gonna assume that's what that means. So I am gonna go back. 9.03 p.m., back button, back button. Activity feed, more options, button, button. Okay, so I'm gonna label this DJ mode. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do a two finger, um, two finger double tap and hold. So a two finger double tap and hold, and this is what should happen. Alert, Le Okay, so you heard that little wonk, wonk, wonk sound. It's gonna bring up a little pop-up and it's gonna put you in a text field. Label text field, label element. Yeah, it says label element. Then if I swipe uh, to the right. Text field is editing, label, insertion point at start. Okay, so it's already, basically it, it's put me in the edit field. I can label this whatever I want. So I'm gonna use dictation here. Dictate button. DJ mode. Inserted DJ mode. Okay. Cancel button, clear, cancel. Text field is editing, DJ mode, insertion point at end. All right, so it labeled it DJ mode. So uh, how do I save it? Clear text, cancel, save button. All right, so you swipe to the right, you come to clear text, cancel, and then save. So I'm gonna double tap on save. DJ mode, button. All right, so I'm gonna swipe to the left here. More options, button. And then swipe to the right, go back to that button and see if it labeled it. DJ mode, button. It sure did. All right, so now that button says DJ mode and it'll be there until it changes somehow. All right, let's do one, let's do a, a couple more. Let's go to the next one here. Explore, button, button. Okay, let's try button. this one here and see what it is. I'm gonna double tap on it. Amazon Music, popular genres and artists, button, button, back button, stations. Okay, it says stations. So I'm gonna go back and label that button Stations. Back button. I have to find Activity. where I am here. More options. DJ mode. Explore. Button. 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 All right. So I'm back on that button. So I'm going to do a two finger double tap and hold. Alert. And it's got me in the text field. Text field is editing. Label. Insert. Dictate. All right. Button. So I'm going to dictate here. Stations. Inserted stations. Okay, I'm going to go back to save here. 
text field. Cancel. Save button. Stations button. There you go. So that's a quick and easy way of how to label buttons that you don't know what they are. Again, keep in mind it will probably you'll probably have to redo these uh, when there's an update update of the app. But at least you know until maybe they can fix this and start labeling buttons better in some ways. Uh, it's a temporary fix. So, uh, Sandy, if you want to go ahead and unmute everyone, we can take questions if there are any. All right, that was pretty that. cool. Yes, I've always heard that button. It's so frustrating. And I love the little sound. What was that sound again, Stephen? Oh, you're yeah. <laughs> they may have been in a higher pitched voice than what I did, but yeah, it's yeah. something. Okay, like that. very good. I'm, I'm glad we have that on recording. <laughs> All right, yeah. anybody um, have a question for Stephen about how to label buttons? This is Nancy. Go ahead, Nancy. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I just want to add to the, hopefully this won't confuse anyone, but you can also use that to label your photos. It's really cool. You can do exactly the same thing. You find the photo and use seeing AI to tell you what it is, and you can use that same double tap and hold. And uh, you can label your pictures it's really awesome so thank you for showing us with the buttons too yeah that actually it sounds like that is actually faster than um i know we we did a photo labeling thing where you have to kind of go into the photo and double, kind of find that there's a, a edit field to label so yeah that would be a faster way to do it just select the photo um uh, and or highlight it and then do that Right. This is Sonia. Um, I, I know if David's still on, he can clarify because I think the difference is if you, you, you know, as far as sharing pictures, if we're blind and we labeled the picture or something, that label will only be for you. So if you send that to right. somebody, they're not going to see it. So I think that's one difference, but David might uh, recall if there are other differences, but yeah, there are two ways, two different ways, and they each um, accomplish basically the same thing, but one might. This is true. Oh, true. Yeah, I was just going to say, um, this is something that I checked with Apple, and they don't recommend renaming photos with the label element. Uh, they said it's better to just go into the photo and uh, just uh, name it uh, going into the photo. Because um, label element is basically kind of like what uh, Stephen was doing. It's there at a particular spot. And then when the spot changes, that label element may not be there. So... I, I, I use that with caution if you're going to do it on the photos. Hmm. Right. And I think it's called uh, add caption, I think, to be specific. Yeah, right? that's the one we were talking called. about caption, that we talked yeah. about. Mm -hmm. well, okay. Well, this is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. There's captions and there's you can label that picture too. There's oh, okay. two places you can do that. Okay. Well, very good. Lots of good information, guys. Thank you all. Thank you, Nancy. And this Steven. is Nancy. Yes, Nancy. I was just going to say, you're right, Stephen, that it is... It is only for you to see so that you know what your your picture is. Right. All right. Yeah. Okay. This is true. I've got a question for Stephen. Yes, sir. So Stephen, um, when you uh, when you went to the button, because I heard buttons, 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 and then you tapped, and then you got into the button, I guess, and then you mm -hmm. listened to for, for what it said. Is that how you did it? Yeah. What I do is once I find a button, it doesn't say what it is. I uh -huh. go ahead and double tap on it to see if I can at least get an idea of what it may be. Um, and so that's what I did. I double tapped, I went in there, the one button that said DJ mode, uh, the other button said stations. 
So I'm just assuming, you know, I play around with it a little bit just to make sure, but I'm assuming that that's basically what that does. It brings up, say, a list of stations or, you know, a search mode or whatever the button says once I double tap on it. Yeah. And then I just go to the back button, double tap on that, go back to that button and then do the label. Does that make sense? So you, were you counting how many times you flicked right on yes. the button? Yes, oh, okay. I was. Right. That's yeah, what I was that's, that's what okay. it was. I was trying to get back to where that button was. Got it. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. This is Marty. Go ahead, Marty. So, Stephen, when you go into the button to find out what that button is and you go back, it doesn't bring you back to that button. You have to count to make sure you're, at the, you're labeling the right button. Some, yeah, sometimes it does not bring you back, uh, I've noticed. So I usually do it just to make sure, uh, just I to make sure I'm labeling the right button. So, but yeah, sometimes it does not always bring you back to that point. Okay, thanks. All right. You're welcome. Very cool, Stephen. Anybody else Thank have you. a question you for bet. Stephen? Thank you, or Brad. Moving on. Brad. This is Jody. Hang on, Brad, and then Jody. Thank you. Well, okay. before we conclude this, sec this sec uh, section, I wanted to ask if Stephen could mimic that sound one more time for us. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> okay, let's see if I can. I know you guys are going to use that against me. That on was, recording that was, that was, that that wasn't was better. Three. Yeah. All right. I, I lost but, count. Yeah, you were I'm over. Recording over of that. I'm going to make a message notification yeah. out of this. Oh my goodness. I'll never hear the end of it again. Hey, it's better than my message that they use. It, okay, it'll, go be on, ahead. It'll, it'll be on some iBugs uh, anniversary skit yeah. someday, I'm sure. It will, yes. Okay, Jody, go ahead. I was going to say, usually Amazon's pretty good about uh, being receptive to comments. I wonder if we shouldn't call their accessibility number and say, hey, this is something that needs to be fixed. Absolutely. And, and I, you know, really with a lot of apps, uh, that's probably a good idea just to point out that, hey, there are some buttons that are not labeled. You know, if you could yep. get the alt text label, that would be so much. But that's a great suggestion. All right. Thank you, Jody. Okay. Great job, Stephen. Very Thank cool. You. Good. iBug Bites at the end of iBug Bites. And now back to our regular. Anybody have a question? Open Q&A, who has a question that haven't had a turn or even if you have had a turn and you still have another question, that's fine. Who is that? Who is that? This is Steve and I just have a follow-up for an earlier thing when we yeah. were talking about Ferrite. Mm -hmm. I did go into the app and look uh, because I haven't purchased it and it looks like, yeah, you, you can get it but there are the in-app purchases. So uh, I think it was Herbie that said that. That's correct. All right. Thank you, Steven. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So now who's next? The new question. New problem. I know. I'm trying to remember. This is problem. David. Go ahead, David. There you are. Um, yeah, there's a problem I've been having um, with Zoom where I, I'm in a meeting like this one and all of a sudden it just i can't hear the participants anymore but i'm still connected to the meeting uh i don't know if there's some kind of toggle i'm doing accidentally with my gestures or because it, it you know it's not like the meeting myself it's muting everybody so i can't hear them huh. okay uh, Brad. <laughs> it's okay. happened a couple not all in this meeting but it happened this weekend also another meeting i, I was on you know uh, 
I had to disconnect and come back in. Okay, Brad has, may have a suggestion. Yes, go ahead, Brad. Well, now that he said he disconnects and comes back in, I don't know. I was going to say beware that if your hand gets anywhere near the earpiece, which is where the proximity sensor is located, <clears throat> you will um, zoom. Well, your iPhone will pick that up. And since it thinks zoom is a call, like a phone call, it will um, kill your sound out of the speaker and it gets real quiet out of the. Now I am on an iPad. Uh, I don't know if the iPad. I don't know. They have a, it's not the same thing. Um, but what are you doing uh, just before this happens? Well, uh, this last time I was, I was listening to the movie Minutia and I was, I was actually going to ring well, in wait with the right minute. answer. That but may I, have been your iPad saving you. <laughs> no, I, I knew it was from Canada. unnecessary <laughs> duress. Hey, hey, he was trying to participate and then he I got know, kicked I out. Know. No, I, I had the no, right answer. No, in all seriousness, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I knew I had the right answer and I was trying to get in and I, I guess I was trying to unmute myself. And then all of a sudden um, I couldn't hear anybody, but I could still see the people talking, you know, and say so-and-so is talking. So, you know, that, that still came through. Um, mm. And uh, so I missed out on the... And you have the mute buttons in the lower left, well, the top center of your screen. Uh, Near the top center, slightly to the right. Yeah, I've been using that. To be. Well, I've been using that double tap um, gesture, you know, to, to unmute and mute. I don't know if that's somehow uh, triggering something. I, don't know. I I might try not using that and see if yeah, I would problem goes away. I've, yeah, I'm not big on that one. I find the button and double tap on it. Yeah, so but, uh, I could be a little glitch in the uh, mm -hmm. that. that um, I will have to say I don't gesture. use Zoom on my iPad like maybe I did years ago, but I have it in a long time. This, this is Marty. Okay. Yeah, let, go, let Marty go ahead. Yeah, Marty. Yeah, Marty. Um, you know, Dave, a suggestion, I, I don't know if you're doing that, but if you use um, a headset, whether Bluetooth or wired, uh, you wouldn't have to worry about bumping that because uh, Brad is right about that proximity sensor. And you wouldn't have a problem with that if you used a headset. All right. Thank you, Marty. I, Go ahead. Yeah, iPad. it's on an iPad. Has, yeah. I don't think iPad has a proximity sensor. I don't think so. No. Steven. Yeah. No, I've actually had this happen to me on numerous occasions. And sometimes I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting there. And all of a sudden, the connection just goes out. Now, I don't know if it's... But I mean, I, I can tell I'm still connected to the media. Yeah, exactly. It, That's it, yeah, I, I think... And it, eventually, it comes back. Sometimes it's a good... 10 or 15 seconds. I mean, I'm kind of wondering just because I have internet trouble here sometimes if it's just the internet connection that pops out and then comes back in. Okay. So yeah, maybe check your Wi-Fi connection, uh, David. This is uh, Jody. Yes, ma'am. That happens on that happens with me on Clubhouse a lot. Okay. All right. So could be the Wi-Fi, you're right. Yeah, sounds like a Wi-Fi connection. Okay. Well, great questions, David. Thank you. This is Shree. Yes, sir. I was wondering, did you try swiping to see if, just out of curiosity, whether you it actually said you were muted? David? 
David, uh, yeah, yeah, my, my microphone is muted, but uh, but I don't think there's a way to mute the actual sound on Zoom, is there? Uh, like like to keep connected but have everything you can't hear the people talking, but you're still connected in the meeting, but you're like, I. This is Sanya. I think there is a way to do that. Like you yeah. want to not hear them anymore, but you don't want to know that you are not wanting to, you know, like you're still there, but they don't know that you can't hear them. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> you don't want to be rude because you don't really want to be there. But um, I forgot how I got there. But yes, there is a way to do mm. that. So, but I don't know how you could inadvertently do that. I think there's a little bit of work involved. Anybody yeah. else want to? Uh, chime in on this is Nancy. Okay, Nancy. Oh, Nancy, we are not hearing you. Uh oh. Okay, there we go. No, I'm. Okay. I I, okay. I shut off voiceover really quick. Okay. Okay. I I just have to make a quick comment. Sandia, are you telling us that you play hooky sometimes? Oh yeah, some meetings, not our meetings, but other people's meetings. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. So, David, we don't know what's going on. We'll you'll have to try it out with some of the suggestions. This is Jay. Okay. Go ahead, Jay. Yes. Um, there is a way to just disconnect from Zoom if you go under more, uh -huh. and the settings you'll say you'll see an option that says disconnect audio. There you go. Disconnect audio. Good job, Jay. Thank you, Brad. This is Nikki. Disconnect audio meant disconnect your audio input. I don't know. Well, it'll yeah. stop the Zoom from coming into your speakers, but you'll still be there. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's what I did. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Brad I'll and Jake. Okay, this, yeah, check it out. Um, it's pretty I have good another idea. question. Okay, hang on one second. We get Nikki. And is it on okay. this issue or a new topic? It's audio. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead. And then we'll come back to Nikki. Okay, hang uh, on, Nikki. What kind of microphone do you have? Uh, who, me? Yeah, you said you got a new microphone. Uh, oh, oh, it's not new. It's just I finally figured out how to use it. It's a Blue Yeti. <laughs> so, oh, okay. It's been sitting Stop. in a drawer because of Brad. It's all because of Brad. Maybe because of Brad. It's because of Brad and Street. Okay, go ahead. Miss oh, Nikki, you have a question? Well, I when you were talking those. about it, I went ahead and disconnected my audio, and I couldn't hear you, and you obviously couldn't hear me. So maybe it works differently on different phones. I don't know. Okay, because I didn't see that you left the meeting. So you're still there. We don't know right. that you left. And I think that's the point, maybe. I don't well, see, know. See, I didn't I didn't leave. I just disconnected the audio. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what we're saying is I, that you're yeah. still appear to be in the meeting, but we cannot hear you and you cannot hear us. So right, it's exactly. Kind of, okay. Well, thanks for testing it out. There you go. Okay, so now we all know how to play hooky in Zoom meetings. Okay, very <laughs> good. This is a productive meeting. You better not be playing hooky here, okay, guys? All right. Okay, very good. Who's got a new question? The last, uh, we have a little while to go still. So who would like, anybody, new question? This is Nancy. Yes, ma'am. Um, I would like to know from all you sound guru people, what, what is your favorite app to use on the iPhone for um, audio editing? Oh, uh, we actually, <laughs> we actually, actually already talked about that earlier in the call, my dear. So we will have to, oh, we'll refer right. you to that Starting discussion. What? What? Okay. Brad is mumbling. Okay, no mumbling. I know. I go said, ahead, Jim. Show up on time. Yes. Yeah, really. It's what happens when All you're right. late. Okay, go ahead, Jim. Okay. 
My question is, I was trying to listen to some of the ACB uh, minutia uh, meetings one of the, um, earlier last Friday, and I went in through their app, and then I went in through the internet, and both times I would hear part of the meeting, and then the audio would shut off. And I was wondering, I've had this happen when I've tried to listen to, say, a podcast on, you know, through Twitter or an MP3 file on Twitter, and it would play for about five minutes or so, and then it would just shut up. Is there something in my sound settings that I need to fix or something in the internet that I need to fix? Or what is it that causes it? And I'll shut up now. Okay, thanks, Jim. Brad. Unless this is happening to you all the time, I would suspect that this was happening on the other end because I have heard the same thing on a few of the meetings I have heard during the ACB convention. And it sounds to me like one of the panelists or someone who is speaking does not have a real good connection themselves. So in other words, it's not you. It's not you, <laughs> it's, it's me. Them. <laughs> okay, it's not you, it's them. Nothing I you can do anything about. Yeah, it's not. No, I don't think it's you. Unless you unless you experience it all the time. You know, yeah. you and at home on your Wi-Fi, what you're in a known location. Yeah, I've, you don't I've, experience I've, I've, I've had it where, you know, like I say, I'd be listening to a recording that somebody posted on Twitter or something like that. And it could uh, be a streaming. I'm thinking that makes me think that's a buffering issue. But I yeah. Don't, Okay. I mean, I, I don't know what kind of Wi-Fi you've got, or it's, a, it's Comcast. It's pretty good. I, you know, I yeah, mean, I would we, think Comcast we're... is pretty good. Well, you might play with um, turning off your cellular data so you know you're on straight Wi-Fi only, or the other way around, turn off Wi-Fi and try it on straight cellular data only, and and see yeah, if I don't that think, changes. I, see, anything. I don't, I don't believe. Okay. Okay, so Brad, finish your comment, and then we'll go. That's to it. Me. Just turn one off, try it. Turn the other off, try it. You know, and try to isolate. The, I don't believe that that is the issue. You know, they, yeah, I don't they, think so either. You know, okay. um, this is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. So my question is: Do you watch anything else streaming, and you notice buffering? Yeah. Yeah. I. Um, like, For do example, you watch Netflix? Do you see it buffering? Do you watch some other streaming services and notice buffering occurring? Sometimes, yes. Um, that would tell me that you may have some internet issues. If you're experiencing buffering on other uh, streaming services and you're experiencing buffering on this. Now, when, uh, you, when you say buffering issues where I'm getting part of the signal and then it stops and then picks up again, yeah, that's, that's correct. Sure. Yeah. Okay. No, no, I don't see that. Okay. If you don't get that, then I would say it's probably um, at the other end. If you're experiencing on your end also, then I would say you may have some uh, spotty internet. Okay. Well, that I think he is... has a question. Okay. Go ahead. Um, okay. I'll drop out. Uh, uh, okay. Sorry. Jim, were you done? I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. Yes. They can go okay, ahead. Thank you, Jim. Okay. Go ahead, Nikki. 
Okay, speaking of buffering, I gave up cable a long time ago, and I have Hulu, but I also have Netflix. Now, when I'm on Netflix, I never have a problem buffering, but when I'm on Hulu, it seems that all the time, I mean, I don't get to watch TV that much, but Hulu makes, it buffers all the time, and it interrupts whatever I'm watching, and it gets really frustrating, but it's the same Wi-Fi, and it can be the same time of day, and I have no idea what's going on. Okay, real quick, anybody have a suggestion for Nikki? Brad. Brad. It tells me that it's on the other end. Yeah. I know that Netflix is a paid service. Are you paying for Hulu? Yes, I am. And I'm paying for it without commercials, which is not that much. It's like 10 bucks a month. Okay. Well, you're you're both, they're both pay, but it just still tells me if one does it and the other doesn't. Mm -hmm. Same Wi-Fi, same location, same everything. The only different variable is the service you're connecting to. So, well, I'll try to get in touch with them and see what they could, what they say. Okay, thank you very much. This is Sri. All right, Sri. Just keep in mind that you know these things all come in different hops to your house. So they one might go one direction to wherever Hulu is, Mm. and the other one might be going in some other direction to Netflix. So. Uh, this is how you can figure out, you know, like, like the example you gave is a really good way to figure out is, is it locally or is it away? It's, um, if something works and something doesn't work, most likely it's not yours. Okay. Thank you very much. This This is Steven. Oh, go ahead, Steven. Yeah. You might also keep in mind too, that a lot of these apps, um, and services like Netflix and Hulu and so forth. I haven't played with Hulu, but I know Netflix does. They have different video settings. And sometimes like if you have your video set to a, one of the higher settings, the quality may be better, but it, it may drop out a little more often than if you have it to a lower setting. So whether it's set that way intentionally, like you did it intentionally or not, you might check your video settings too, to just to make sure if it's on a lower setting, it may not buffer quite as much. So that's something to consider. Oh, that, that's interesting because I have I have Eero and I've got three of them because we have a two-story house here. Well, two mm-hmm. apartments and I share it with my daughter and one is a, like a Corey, one is a, a, a Corey E and the other one is Corey 4 or 5G. Mm-hmm. And it depends. Sometimes if I'm watching TV and it starts acting up, it'll be on Corey 5, 4 or 5G and sometimes it's on Corey E. So it's it, it, to begin with, when we first got it, it was always on Corey for it, 4 or 5G, and I never had any problems. But now I'm having problems. And they put in this new 5G tower about four blocks away. Yeah. And ever since then, I think it's just been messing everything up. Yes. And it's supposed to make everything better. Yeah, that could be it then. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sounds like that. Mm-hmm. Brad? This is Brad, but you're Thank on you. Wi-Fi. So I don't see how the 5G's got anything to do with anything. Okay. Because you're getting your Wi-Fi from a different service. But. I know from what you've told me in the past, you have other people in your household and you're sharing the uh, internet and the Wi-Fi connection to the internet. So I would suspect you might have something else going on in your household that's affecting your um, network congestion. Or other people using it at the same time, you mean? That's what I mean. Yeah, your your daughter and son-in-law and their family downstairs are sharing your internet and your Wi-Fi. Right. All right, guys, we are okay. One okay, more comment. Three, yeah. well, we gotta this, this Jody. Uh, Jody, go ahead. I just want to make a quick comment to everybody. Tomorrow at 6 30 Central Time, George Bezos in uh, Blue Origin Rockets going to take off. 
Oh, yes, that's right. Okay. Well, anybody to miss it. Yep. Thank you, Jody. Okay, so real quick, tomorrow, Clubhouse, seven to, I mean, five to seven, five to six on Clubhouse. Then we have MacBuzz on Clubhouse from five to seven. And then we have Android Insight from seven to 8.30. And then we have the It's iBugs Life on Clubhouse on Thursday. And the, in the movie is The Pianist on Friday night, iBug night at the virtual movies. And then Saturday is iBug Apple Workshop. So busy week ahead. Thank you so much, Stephen, for You're all welcome. tonight. And we Do welcome- Do that sound all. one more time, Stephen. Oh. Wah, wah, wah. oh, no, not quite, not quite. Okay, guys, good that night to y'all. Good yeah. night. Good night, y'all. Well. Thank, Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye.